This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. We're going to talk to Liam now, who is the resident director of Groundhog Day, the musical. Liam, are you there? I'm here. I'm here. Um, yeah, like, can't wait to, to talk about this production uh, with um, music by uh, music and lyrics by uh, Tim Mitchin. Uh, but let's start off with a little bit of background on on who you are. Why, why have you got such an important role? Uh, well, I started out my life in the theatre as a performer, actually. So I, I was a performer in musical theatre production for about 15 years and then about oh, just under a decade ago, I started to move into more creative roles um, and worked as a, I've worked as a, as a resident director on several big commercial musicals. And yeah, no, I've found myself working on Groundhog Day at the Princess Theatre in Melbourne. So it's all, all really exciting there. Actually. <laughs> uh, I'm calling you from the foyer of the Princess Theatre right now. So we're in the middle of our technical rehearsal. Right. Okay. Because um, it, it's starting very soon, isn't it? Correct. We have our first audience on Wednesday night, the twenty fourth. Right, um, but then it doesn't open until the first, uh, you know, official yeah, so opening previews. Yeah, yeah. previews. Mm-hmm. Um, well, which of course you need. Now it's done extremely well overseas, hasn't mm-hmm. it, Liam? Oh yeah. I mean, this is the first time the show's ever been done in Australia, but it's had two seasons in London and a season in New York as well. And and you know, it's proved to be a real crowd favorite, especially in London. It's it's you know just come from a season at the old Vic in London last year where it had an amazing critical and audience response. So we're really excited to see how Australian audiences respond. Yeah, and and so why why did this come a musical? I suppose there there are so many uh, these days, like Colour Purple is a, a musical now mm-hmm. and it's now turning into mm-hmm. into um, another uh, film. But, you know, like, mm. wh- why did Tim, you know, like, get involved in this? You know, like, um, you know, he, mm. he's done M- Matilda, of course, which was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, so how, do, how did this come about? Well, you mentioned Matilda. And, in fact, Tim, who obviously wrote the music and lyrics for Matilda, collaborated with Matthew Warchus the director, who's also the director of Groundhog Day. So once they finished on uh, Matilda, they were hunting around uh, for what their next project could be. And so this is this is where they landed. And, you know, Tim tells a story that he, he got a text from Matthew and said, that said how about Groundhog Day? And then, you know, the, the seed of the idea was born. <laughs> uh, so they've, they've collaborated again on, on this production. So it's a, you know, it's a pretty extraordinary team to have Tim and Matthew working together again. And also Danny Rubin, uh, has written the book for the stage production of Groundhog Day. Who wrote the film? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. okay yeah. So there's a real yeah. synergy there, then, isn't there? Yeah. Uh, because I was, yeah. that, that was yeah. my next question. You know, like how mm-hmm. close to the film is it? But obviously, pretty close <laughs> if the same person wrote yeah. it. Well, it definitely it keeps the essence of the film and everything that you love about the film. You know, all those hilarious sequences where you see, feel, you know. Perhaps not with the best intentions, you know, <laughs> using, using this trick that he's found, this time loop that he's in to manipulate those around him. Uh, but something that you said earlier is really interesting, David, the idea that this is, you know, it's so common now to see a screen to stage adaptation. Uh, you, you know, it's become very popular. You see lots of, lots of uh, films being turned into musicals. And I think... One of the reasons I love working on this show and discovering it is that it really feels like it isn't 
just taking what's great about the film and plonking it on stage. It really has theatricalized the story, and so it's it it goes dare I say much deeper than even the film does uh, in exploring exactly what's going on in the life of Phil Connors that has found him in this predicament, and also really beautifully and tastefully done in the second act of the show. You kind of get a glimpse into not only Phil's experience, but you know all of the other characters that we meet on his periphery. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh wow. Well, that that's really because there there is a lot of um you know the jukebox um uh, musicals that are happening at present. But f- right from the outset, I thought to myself, oh, this doesn't sound like that at all. It sounds like it's a real standalone story. Yeah. I mean, it is. It is actually a traditional book musical in that sense. Right. Uh, you know, we're not using the catalogue of of a you know a, a pop group or a pop performer. Yep, right. Tim has written all new songs specifically for this show. Yeah, and what an amazing writer he is too. You know, like mm. um, I've yeah. uh, I've been in awe of him and 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 seeing him live a few times as well. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't mm-hmm. all that long ago I saw him. Oh, it was only about two yeah. or three months ago, I think it was. And what right, a performer! Yeah. He he's extraordinary. What what's he like? Um, uh, being around. Oh, incredibly generous. He is so, he's such a fantastic leader for this company. And, you know, it's, we had our CISPRO the other day, which is a fancy, strange term, but, you know, some of your listeners might be, have heard or might not have, but basically that's the, that's the first day where the full band and the full cast sing the score together for the first time. So it's actually a really exciting day because up until that point, we're rehearsing with piano in the rehearsal room. And Tim was there for that. And just to hear him kind of, you know, talk about the show and sprinkle his fairy dust and, and to also <laughs> see him respond to it. You know, he, it, he's been working on this show for almost a decade. And so for it to be coming home to Australia, it's, it's, it's really special. Yeah, Liam, that's that's the amazing thing is that we, you know, like we as an audience come along and and mm. go, oh yeah, you know, like whatever. You, but you don't mm. realise the history of uh, mm-hmm. the long journey to to get Absolutely. to the, this moment, isn't it? And 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 uh, you know, like it must be so exciting for you and and everyone else involved in it to to see yeah. it. Um, well, rehearsals are happening as as we speak. Yeah, yeah. As I said, I'm calling you from the Princess Theatre. We're in the middle of our technical rehearsals. We've been doing dress runs. We're doing some tech fixes at the moment, another dress run tonight. So everything's, you know, schmick and ready for, for next week. But yeah. it's been quite a ride. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm so excited for people to see this show. All right, fantastic. And what a, what a beautiful theatre to be in as well. Oh, stunning. We're so lucky. I mean, Melbourne is spoiled for beautiful yeah. theatres and... Yeah. Um, I think the Princess Theatre is right at the top of that list. Oh, absolutely. And location, mm-hmm. location as well. You know, like at, mm-hmm. um, you walk out and there's a park across the road in Parliament House there. Everything about mm-hmm. it's beautiful and great cafes and restaurants um, uh, on, mm-hmm. on every corner per se. Uh, well, Liam, yeah. can't wait to see it. Um, as, as you said, uh, previews are going out next week. It opens on the 1st of effect uh, yeah. and uh, and runs through to the 7th of April. So it's a pretty long run, but don't leave it to the last minute, people, because you always know that shows like this will sell out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I really encourage people to get along. And the other thing that I want to say is that this show, it's, we're only going to be playing at Prince Theatre. We're not going to be touring anywhere else. So please, uh-huh. please get along and see it because it is a really special production and it, and it um you know it, it it may not be here for long so it's it really is worth seeing and look i 
I'm lucky I get to work on lots of theatrical <laughs> productions. And look, I don't say this about everything I work on, but this really is a special show, yeah. so it's really worth seeing. Good on you. And Liam, thank you so much for chatting. Get back to work. You've got work to I be know, done. Will, get back to work. All right. Thanks so much. Bye. Uh, okay, that that was Liam, who is uh, the resident director of Groundhog Day, the musical. Uh, Tim Mitchin uh, wrote the music and lyrics, uh, so you know it's going to be bloody good. And I didn't realise that um, it was the same producer that um, he worked with with Matilda, and they've been looking for the right um, piece, and, and what they found a long time ago, because it's had a couple of runs overseas already. It's big in, in London, so... Uh, do yourself a favour, go out there and buy those tickets and go and see a great musical um, with an Australian uh, heavy, heavily involved in it, but it's uh, big around the world. You're on Joy 94.9. This is Sunday Arts Magazine. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.